want to continue our sermon series, Advancing by Sacrifice, Part 3. Um, I want to welcome all of you who watch us live on Facebook, on YouTube, and on podcast. I want to welcome you most especially. We trust that this time of fellowship in God's presence will be insightful, it will be impactful, and you receive something from the Lord. Somebody say, Amen. Praise the Lord, somebody. God, in sundry times and in diverse ways, the Bible says, spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, God is speaking to us by his son, or through the word. The word of God is that which guides our life. We are told in scripture, according to Hebrews chapter 11 verse number 2 that for by it the elders obtained a good report. What is he talking about? He says now faith is the substance of things hoped for. So if he's telling us that now faith is the substance of things hoped for then he has been talking about some things before he came to now faith. Are we together in this place? And so let's go to the preceding verse to find out what he was speaking about before he came to now faith is the substance of things also for. The evidence of things not seen. He says, for by it the eldest obtained a good report. So if the elders obtained a good report, then let's go back. So come to Hebrews chapter 10 verse number 1. He says, For the law, having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered because that the worshippers once purged should have had no more conscience of sin. Hebrews chapter 10 verse number 1. Now everybody I want you to look at me. A lot of us struggle with our Christian faith. We struggle. And we struggle because number one we do not know the God of the Bible. Number two we do not understand the story of the Bible. The first century Christians did not set out to write a book called Bible. The first century Christians, they were eyewitnesses of Christ. And the Bible says they loved not themselves unto death because they heard a man say he would die and after three days resurrect. And initially they did not believe in what the man said. But when it came to pass that the man truly died and resurrected on the third day and revealed himself unto many, then these people, because they have had a perfect knowledge of the man's experience and have become real eyewitnesses of the entire episode they said we cannot deny what we have seen with our eyes we cannot deny what we have touched with our hands we cannot deny 
the things that we have heard but to testify of it and so in Luke chapter 1 verse 1 Luke who was a doctor said you know doctors they are very detailed in their account he says for as much as many somebody say many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us he says many people they have set in order they've taken in hand to set in order no no they made the decision they they, they, they put in the effort to set in order the things that we have come to believe the declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us so he's talking about a people who were alive in his days 20 years after 30 years 40 years after some is just after the thing happened people have been talking about christ he says that i also even as they delivered unto us which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word so he says the thing the people delivered the truth we've come to receive those who delivered there were many and they were real eyewitnesses of these things but in case you do not believe it let's break it down so that you can follow the historical records of people who were in existence next verse it seemed good to me also having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first to write unto thee in other most excellent Theophilus who was a Roman ruler who had come to the faith and so he says I'm going to I'm going to break it down how it all went that thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed he says that when you have come to the Lord you must be certain that this thing is not a host he says this thing it did happen in the days of John then rose a man by name who would chase after politics in Ghana all the days of his life that Ghana must be a better place drink Kalipo go through demonstrations called Kumipreko we were eyewitnesses of it when he became attorney general and then later foreign minister then there was a young man who was on the, on the seat in Ghana his name was Muhammad. in those days this man rose up and became the president of ghana and changed the nation of ghana and its finances from 3.7 to a dollar to 12 in six years in those days this person and that person was alive when i'm an eyewitness you see what i'm saying you see that you are all saying you surely believe what I'm saying is truth, right? So he's also communicating to somebody else. And he's saying that things that are surely believed among us, because we are witnesses. We're in Ghana where we voted somebody out. That's what actually he's talking about. The things that are most surely believed among us. I have also taken pains to set in order that you will believe in what I am saying. There was in the days of Herod the king of Judea a certain priest named Zacharias of the cause of Abia and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron and her name was Elizabeth. 
and they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. Next verse. And they had no child because that Elizabeth was buried, and they both were now well stricken in years. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of people were praying without at the time of incense. So, so now look at me. He is telling you what was happening. And a visitation that came. You need to understand something. He's trying to let you understand in case you want to trace this conversation I'm talking about, you can follow the lineage. He had his encounter at this time. There were people who were outside. When he came out, he was dumb. When the child was born, it was a boy. They called him John. If you want to clarify and be sure the evidence is authentic, this is it. Everybody look at me. In your Christian life, it is important to come to believe in the truth of God's word. The Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For let him that come to the Lord believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Praise the Lord. And so the scriptures were written for our example. That by these scriptures, if we live by the commandments of God, the same blessings, the same results, the same outcome that other people got, you will also get the same outcome. Am I communicating at all? So, so when all these things went on, it came to pass that the, 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 the Jewish people, the first century Christians were scattered because the Jewish people were fighting them. Why? Why? Because number one, the Jewish people, the, the first century Christians who were part, some were Jews, some were Gentiles, did no more believe in the ordinances of the Jewish people. I'm talking about the rituals. And yet they believed in the principles of the Jewish people. They did not believe in what? The rituals. But they believe in the Jewish people. So they began to trace the genealogy of their Jesus. Who is he? Because the Jewish people were very traditional, conservative people. And so, they could now trace that there were prophecies, there were writings of the Jewish people. And so, they could trace their Christ. And they were quoting from various prophets that have come from the Jewish tribe and the things they've said concerning their Christ. And so, after many, many, many years, someone say many years, after many many years a king will rise called king james who would come to the faith like just as theophilus came to the faith and said please this jesus i've come to believe in who is he who are his people what was said and you see they had written various letters to people and they were trying to instruct people in their new faith trying to track the genealogy of Christ. So he said to them, look for books of writings about the Christ that we have come to save. And let's follow. Then they said, okay. Because he's a Jewish man, let's look at how God called the Israelites founding father who is Abraham. So they go back to Abraham. And then Abraham's storylines. How the Jew, how Abraham 
was married to his wife how god told him to move from where he is to the next place how so so they began to trace it it was okay so he had a son called isaac from isaac he had jacob and esau and esau's children so you see that they are, they are, they are focusing the lens on how jesus came about everything you read in the bible up until matthew chapter one it's to help you understand the god you've come to serve the promises he gave to the jewish people the punishments that they he dealt on them when they disobeyed him then he gives you instructions in righteousness in other words how to walk with god how to Christian, how to behave accordingly. This is why the Bible was put together. It is to help you understand how to live your Christian life. So as part of this journey with God, God now brings his people into a covenant relationship. A covenant, please remember, is an agreement between two people with privileges and opportunities rights privileges opportunities and consequences as long as the jewish people walk with god he defended them when they disobeyed him he allowed the enemy to come in don't we all do it as long as our children obey us we'll do everything to protect them but when they keep misbehaving you keep talking to them stop 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 and they don't stop and they hurt themselves yes you come in but they will endure the pain true of us yeah and no matter how much you love your child, if they cut themselves, it will take time for the wound to heal. Two of us. In that same way, God calls us as Christians and gives us instructions. By this, you would succeed. By that, you will excel. Without these things, you will struggle. Without those things, you will have challenges. So, people say that the bible is a white man's way of indoctrination maybe in the mind of the white man he wanted to indoctrinate you but the principles of scripture is what you need for living that's why people and that oh no this old testament why are we not believing this this new testament let me explain this old and new testament story to you testament is a will are you getting me so i covenant with you my lawyer that in the day of my death this is what i want you to do in the execution of what i have labored for for this my son when he's this age or he does this give him that you see there's a condition attached to it so god puts conditions in his word because he wants us to partner with him in the execution of his will praise the lord somebody so god gives us these covenants and he enters into a covenant with us so that he will do his part and will do our part in second chronicles chapter 15 verse 12 the bible says and they entered into a covenant to seek the lord of their fathers with all their heart and with all their soul and all Judah rejoice at the oath, for they have sworn with all their heart and sought him with their whole desire, and he was found of them. Is that in your Bible? Please do your own notes. Let me let me teach you something in this church. When God is speaking to you, whilst I'm preaching, what I say, you may hear something very different. 
So whatever you hear, write it down. Be fully engaged. Amen. He said what? And they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers. With all their heart and with all their soul. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath. For they have sworn with all their heart and sought him with their whole desire. So their desire was, God, where are you? What must we do? How must we behave? And the Bible says they were found by him. And the Lord gave them rest roundabout. That's verse 15. Go to verse 15. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart, and sought him with their whole desire. And he was found of them, and the Lord gave them rest round about. So, the New Testament believer sees this scripture, and says, well, if this is what the Jewish people did, and God gave them rest round about, then as I seek God, I will also find rest where roundabout. That's how we serve God. It's a very, very basic thing. Is it in your Bible? In Job chapter 36, verse 11, the scripture says, If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. So my obedience to the instruction of god is what guarantees my prosperity when i serve god when i how do i serve god second chronicles 15 verse 12 and they entered into a covenant to seek the lord god of their fathers with all their heart and with all their soul so when i decide that my decisions my actions will be based on the things that will please God. I am serving the interests of God. When you serve the interests of God, the Bible says that God will give you rest roundabout. Number one. Number two, what will he do? You will spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. Eh? What does God say? He said when somebody offends you, forgive. If you don't forgive, a compounds when it compounds after a while do you know what will happen after a while everything gets to you your body was not made to retain negativity and bad experiences and people who have hurt you your blood pressure will start going up you start getting palpitation of heart I said, God, why not me? I have struggled. You never forgave. It was part of his scriptural instruction. He, and, and, and because you did not do that, this has befallen you. See, the Ten Commandment is about honoring God and honoring people. The first four, put the Ten Commandments there. The first four of the Ten Commandment is about honoring God. The next six is about people your association with people your interactions with people we have come to god but we don't want to know him we have come to god we don't want to know his instructions we have come to god we don't want to we don't want to get to know the things that makes him happy and the things that does not make him happy you understand me so in exodus god god gives them commandments he says live by these principles you shall have no other god beside me why? Because everything will compete for our attention. 
and you have many gods. When I visit you, how would you know if it is me or not? Number two, other gods will make some demands that you can't pay. I'm looking for money. I have an only child. You are telling me I should sacrifice my only child, then I'll get the money. Why do you think I'm looking for the money in the first place? Is it not because of my child? And God speak all these words saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. In other words, nothing can come. You cannot give priority to anything before. Do you know we always have priority? See a girl who falls in love. won't come to church. I have to make time for my boy. I have to bring him from airport. I have to cook for him because of my child. You have made your child a god. Who will protect your child when your child is sick? Who will keep this guy from marrying you? Who keep? Who, who do you think keeps him from slapping him? If you are married before, or if you are married, you know that a lot of things goes through your head that we don't act on it. Sometimes you want to give your wife some three dirty slap left, right center and then you give her a back kick and a front kick sometimes you want to lash the man and remove stupidity from his heart true of us mm-hmm. but you act on it but the Bible speaks to us that's why god is saying you cannot make that person your god you cannot make that job your god because the moment you are no more profitable to that job or that man he will leave you and go for somebody else Am I communicating at all? <laughs> Next verse. And thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them for I the Lord thy God. I am a jealous God. God is saying, don't compromise on your values for anybody not anything on this earth don't bow to the thing because that is your source they are not i am a jealous god visiting the iniquity of the fathers unto the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me god says if you choose any other thing it means you hate me look at how strong words god is using says are you getting it now that's why Jewish people they don't bow because listen, the man you are bowing to, he doesn't care about you like that. Listen, so God says, Don't bow to anybody because the people you want to bow thinking that they will be your source of help, they cannot help you. How many hours do pastors pray for you? And I pray for five to four hours and I finish. I'm going to eat. The problem is not solved, but the one who can kill himself for you is God, and so he says, Don't bow to anybody. Yet, what do we do? He says, and thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. In other words, don't just use God's name. He says he shows mercy unto thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandment. He says, he says thousand generations. As generation after generation, if you keep my word, I will, I will show you mercy. Then he says, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. God is saying there must be a day you will set it apart for me. But what do we do? We don't. You work every day. See, I pray for a lot of rich people by the grace of God. I've been like that since my childhood. The reason why nothing in this life means anything to me is that rich people have problems more than poor people. I'm telling you. They don't sleep. I know if a rich man, he sleeps for four hours, he's very happy. He can't sleep. 
I know of somebody every night he has to go and flash his blood because his blood clots in his veins, a clot. So, are you getting me? The reason why you have peace is because you have depended on God. They depend on money. They depend on connections. They depend on government. No matter who is in power, our God is the supplier of resource and strength. And because he's a supplier of resource and strength, no matter who is in power, we will sleep and wake up and have the best of life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Look at it. God comes to Abraham and says this to him and I will make of thee a great nation Genesis chapter 12 verse number 2 he said get thee out of your father's house out of your kindred to a land I will show you I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing and I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that cursed thee and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed now everybody look at that scripture where I will bless them that bless thee and curse him singular God says, follow me. The one who you think is your uh, uh, enemy or adversary is not, is, not a Lord. There are more people that have assigned to bless you than the one who must curse you. So the price you pay is a price of following hard after God. Lord, I love you. Lord, I'm saying, see, when you have not yet come into the manifestation of your promise, don't let it get to you. Because your God knows your timetable. Aish, I love this statement. Do you know that all of us, our children go to school, but they don't write the same exams? Some write Cambridge. Some write, I see something, something, something. I see S. I'm something. I G S. B E C. And because of that, the timetables are not the same. But they all go to school. Is it not school they go? Hear me, child of God. At the end, we will all graduate. But our timetables are not the same. So, can, can, can I preach what I'm preaching now? You see, a lot of us are unwilling to pay the price. The Bible says, by these things, by these things they've come to believe, the elders obtained a good report. If you want to obtain a report, you must believe what God has said in his word. See, God is no respecter of persons. In every place, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So God tells us, this is what I want you to do for me. Psalm 105, verse 42 to 44. For he remembered his holy promise, and Abraham his servant, and he brought forth his people with joy, and is chosen with gladness, and gave them the lands of the hidden, and they inherited the labor of the people. Let's go up. Psalm 105. Give me verse from verse 30. Their land brought forth frogs in abundance. In the chambers of their kings. He was talking about those who were against God. He spake and there came diverse sorts of flies. And lies in their chambers. He gave them hail for rain. And flaming fire in their land. He smote their vines also. And their fig trees. And break the trees of their coasts. He spake and the locusts came and caterpillars and that without number. <laughs> and did eat up all the herbs in their land and devoured the fruit of their ground. He smote also the firstborn of their land and the chief of all their strength. He brought them forth also with silver and gold and there was not one feeble person among their tribe. So the other people were against God. People, 
them. But when he got to the Jewish people, when they were coming forth, look at what he gave them. Silver and gold. For many years, the Egyptians made the Jewish people build Ramses for them. They built treasure cities for them. What the Egyptians did not know was that God permitted this labor because he was waiting for a day where he would transfer that which they've labored. You know, you know, sometimes because of envy, God allows some things to happen. Everybody look at me. I'm going to speak prophetically to people. Sometimes God delays some things for a reason. The kind of testimony God wants to give you, it is not a testimony that we hide though and when it is not time he will let the enemy think he's winning the enemy will think he's but then there will come a day when God will marvelously show up and in that day the Lord will glorify his name in your life that is when you come into unusual abundance that's when all the right people are now in place See, when it comes to the blessing of God, it's daily provisions. It's not, it's not a one-time-off thing. That's what you are waiting for. It's a daily provision. When we say, when we say advancing by sacrifice, we are talking about trusting God absolutely. You are sacrificing your ego to trust God. You are sacrificing your pride to trust God. Some of the delays of God is intentional. The Bible says he knows the end from the beginning. And when God delays your advancement, it is for a purpose and for a reason. And there is a price of obedience that you must pay if you want to advance. The Bible says, write the vision, make it plain that he may run the reason. He said, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, that although it tarries, wait for it. Everybody will come to that place where you either trust God or trust flesh. You will either trust God or trust your systems. And God will actually intentionally break all your pride. So that by the time he does it for you, no man can take the glory for himself. See, that is what sometimes some things delay unnecessary. You may think that, God, why are you doing this to me? But hear me. If you want to advance, you must trust God absolutely. Why do you want to please man? What will man do for you? See, nobody cares about you like the way you think of. And what I discovered in this life, brother, everybody is minding their business. They don't sit down to talk about you. The hour has come and now is. If we will advance this year, we have to sacrifice everything we know and try. We have to sacrifice all our, our tactics, all our strategies and trust God. The reason why God asks for tithe from us, he does not need it. He wants you to sacrifice a part of what you have to give him space into your life. He wants to see, can you trust me with it, sir? If you want to advance in life, you must let go of the things that you think is what is in control of your life. God wants to be the master of your life. He doesn't want you to let ego, pride, arrogance be that which controls your life. See, you want to advance in business. The Bible says that you must let go. The Bible says there is he that scattered, but it's always... I always has in abundance. There's he that withholds and is always in lack. If you want to advance, let go of some people. 
up some small small monies let go of your control over everything and trust God and him only to advance your course in life what you cannot let go God can bring more to your life some of you have held people in your heart you never ever forgive you never ever forgive people you don't you held people in your heart you don't forgive them you don't forgive your uncle your boyfriend your this your that your husband one of the people is difficult to forgive is your husband or your wife let me tell you you want to amen the bible says husbands love your wife so that your prayers may not be hindered and jesus came and said what i say to one i say to all listen love your husband some of you you respect me more than your husband it's an anomaly you don't love you you you, you can't love he, your husband's child you can't love that child yet you you think your children will go forward you are sowing the wrong seed let me speak to you papa can i speak the people around you how do you add to their life if you want to advance give first do what give first this year let's be intentional about the way we give give to god give to your prophet give to people give to people the bible says give and it shall come back to you a good measure pressed down shaking together running over you cause men to give unto us sometimes some people are just in your life to introduce you to the next level and so when they hurt you don't take it to heart just focus on the good they brought into your life not the bad so everybody your wife no matter how bad she is there's some good she brings to your life your boss that you don't like there's some good brings you that thing that you prayed and it delayed there's a good that thing brings to your life this year be intentional about your very life it's god and him only as your source and god will do things for you to blow your mind is it a good word this year set goals for yourself this year be a crazy giver give like you're crazy and believe god don't just give give god something to work with that giving you are giving the way you sacrifice is let go of anything i might have offended you in my preaching i might have said something in jest i'm passing by i'll say something you got you will get offended please it is not important you cannot undo what i said yesterday but you can choose to embrace joy from this day and be the best version of yourself is it a good word? Stand to your feet and pray. Stand to your feet and pray. Stand to your feet. Pray to God. God, help me. Help me to receive joy. Help me to receive peace. Help me to sacrifice what I must sacrifice so that I will experience advancement. Everybody pray. Everybody pray. This year is a good year. I just want you to pray and say, God, help me. The rest of my days, I'll be intentional. The rest of my days, I'll be intentional. I'll be intentional about the things I focus on. I'll be intentional about my life. No more fighting. No more ego playing its role. God, when people offend me, I'll forgive them because I don't have, I don't have time. I don't have time. Somebody pray. 
the bible says they love not themselves unto death by faith means by believing in god they receive their dead back to life by believing in god they quench the violence of fire in other words the effect of the fire what the fire was sent for it did not have effect on them because they believed in god they focused on god they trusted god it, they were intentional about about what god can do they focus on the strength god brings on father we pray in the name of jesus we will not be the same our times are in your hands our destinies are in your hands you will be our god you will guide us you will help us you will glorify us let your name be glorified today we have heard your word we will sacrifice to go forward we will sacrifice to advance and the sacrifice you are calling us to is to make you the lord and god of our life not husband not boyfriend not fiancees we will trust you and you only we will trust your faithfulness we will trust your commitment i pray for you this week that this week the lord will align people your way that no matter who god brings your way you will still recognize the place of christ in your life the lord will advance you the lord will show you his marvelous kindness he will speak to you show you what to do and bring you to a place where you will trust him absolutely that your faith will be based on the word of god and the promises of scripture and not in the philosophies of men the lord bless you the lord keep you the lord cause his face to shine upon you and give you his peace even now and forevermore one more time put your hands together for the lord jesus <laughs>